Hello everyone, I'm Aratrika Bhomek and I welcome you all to another episode of Quotes This Week on Live Law where we update you about all the significant legal developments that took place across the country last week. We will begin this episode with developments from the Supreme Court and then cover High Courts and other lower courts. If you like our content, please do not forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. The Supreme Court has asked the special NIA court to decide on framing charges in the Bhime Koregao case within a period of three months. The court also directed the NIA court to decide the discharge applications filed by the accused in the case simultaneously. A bench comprising Justice UU Lalit and Justice Ravinder Bhatt passed the direction while considering a petition filed by accused Vernon Gonsalves seeking bail in the case. The bench also directed the NIA to take appropriate steps to segregate the trial of activist Gonsalves from other accused persons who are absconding in the Bhima Koregao case. The Federation of Medical and Sales Representatives Association of India informed the Supreme Court that the Central Board for Direct Taxes have accused the pharma company manufacturing Dolo tablets a fever-reducing drug of distributing rupees 1,000 crore worth freebies to doctors for prescribing dosage of 650 mg. Senior advocate Sanjay Parekh, appearing on behalf of the association, informed a bench comprising D.Y. Chandrachur and A.S. Bopana that the market price of Dolo up to 500 mg is regulated. However, the dosage beyond 500 mg can be priced at the will of the manufacturer. In order to ensure higher profits, the freebies were distributed amongst doctors to prescribe a dosage of 650 mg. Concerned about the gravity of the issue, Justice D.Y. Chandrachur remarked, and I quote, What you're saying is not music to my ears. This is exactly what I had when I had COVID. This is a serious issue. The Supreme Court has ordered status quo with respect to the Delhi High Court's order which placed the affairs of the Indian Olympic Association under a committee of administrators constituted by the High Court. A bench comprising Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana and Justice C.T. Ravi Kumar passed the order on an urgent mentioning made by the Indian Olympic Association. The bench was informed that the committee of administrators is yet to take over the Indian Olympic Association. In this backdrop, the bench passed the status quo order and listed the case for further hearing next Monday. The Supreme Court has imposed a cost of Rs 1 lakh on the Union government for incorrectly mentioning the name of a coal mining company in the list of the illegal coal block allotments made in the Coalgate scam. The court noted that the petitioner company BLA Industries Private Limited had applied through the legal route following the procedure established under the Mines and Mineral Development and Regulation Act 1957 and that it was granted the mining lease by the state of Madhya Pradesh after the approval of the central government on May 21, 1998. In this backdrop, the bench comprising Chief Justice of India N. Ramana, Justice Krishna Murari and Justice Hima Kohli held that the centre should not have included the petitioner's name in the list of errant allottees. The Supreme Court has set aside a judgment of the Madhya Pradesh High Court which discharged a rape accused on the ground of delay in the registration 
of the first information report that is the FIR. The bench comprising Justices D.Y. Chandrachur and J.B. Pardewala observed that the High Court judgment is perverse and utterly incomprehensible. BJP leader Syed Shah Nawaz Hussain has moved the Supreme Court against yesterday's Delhi High Court order directing a registration of FIR against him in an alleged 2018 rape case. The matter was mentioned for urgent hearing before the bench of Chief Justice of India N.B. Ramana, Justice Hima Kohli and Justice C.T. Ravikumar. Advocate Mohit Paul, counsel appearing for Hussain, argued that if an FIR was registered against him, the petition would become infructuous. Further, it was submitted that Hussain had a 30-year-long career in politics and that the registration of the FIR would destroy his reputation. CJR Ramana agreed to list the matter next week. This will create a lot of complications, the Supreme Court of India orally observed today, while considering petitions filed by lawyer Ashwini Upadhyay and BJP leader Kapil Mishra seeking a uniform compensation code for victims of wrongful prosecution. A division bench of Justices UU Lalit and Ravinder Bhatt said that if guidelines to this aspect are framed, then trial courts will then be bound by it. Essentially, it will be like adding a layer to the criminal process, the bench added. The Supreme Court has directed the central government to take proactive steps with the FIFA to ensure that India can get to host the Under-17 Women's World Cup under the suspension of the All India Football Federation, that is the AIFF, is lifted. A bench comprising Justices D.Y. Chandrachur, A.S. Bopana and J.V. Pardiwala adjourned the hearing in the matter related to the AIFF as per the Solicitor General's request in view of the active discussions between the Government of India and FIFA to resolve the issue. The Supreme Court, while considering a plea seeking directions to the Election Commission of India to not permit political parties to promise freebies during election campaigns, orally opined that the issues raised in the matter were getting increasingly complicated. The matter was listed before the bench of Chief Justice of India, N.B. Ramana, Justices J.K. Maheshwari and Hima Kohli. The plea has been filed by former BJP spokesperson Ashwini Upadhyay and political parties like AAP, Congress and DMK have sought to intervene in the matter. During the proceedings, the CJI asked whether promise of free education, free drinking water, minimum essential units of power can be described as freebies. The matter is slated for further hearing next week. The Supreme Court has issued notice in a petition seeking directions to the central government to permit citizens residing outside India to exercise their franchise under Section 20A of the Representation of the People Act 1950 from their place of residence or employment. The petition has thus asked for alternative options to be provided to citizens residing outside India for exercising their right to vote without insisting on their physical presence in their respective polling stations in India on the date of the polling. The matter was listed before the bench comprising Chief Justice of India and Ramana, Justices J.K. Maheshwari and Hima Kohli. In a judgment having far-reaching impact on commercial litigations, the Supreme Court has declared Section 12A of the Commercial Courts Act, which mandates pre-institution mediation 
to be mandatory and suits which are filed violating this mandate are liable to be rejected at the threshold under order 7 rule 11 of the code of civil procedure a bench comprising justices k m joseph and rishikesh roy however made this declaration effective from august 22nd the supreme court has stayed proceedings before the jharkhand high court on pils filed against chief minister hemant soren alleging money laundering through shell companies and obtaining a mining lease while he was in power a bench of justices u u lalit ravindra bhat and sudarshan dholia was considering the petitions moved by the jharkhand state government and cm soren challenging the high court's order which accepted maintainability of the pil seeking probe against him while staying the high court proceedings the bench also reserved its judgment in the matter social activist teesta setalwad has approached the supreme court seeking bail in the case registered by the gujarat anti terrorism squad alleging falsification of records to implicate high state functionaries in the gujarat riots conspiracy case the petition was mentioned by advocate aparna bhat before a bench led by the chief justice of india for urgent listing the cgi agreed to list the matter before a bench led by justice uday umesh lalit on august 22nd the supreme court has made a prima facie observation that the practice of divorce through the muslim personal law practice of talaqi hasan as per which a man can divorce his wife by pronouncing talaq once a month for 3 months is not so improper the court noted that muslim women have the option of seeking divorce through khulla a bench comprising justices sk kaul and mm sundresh was hearing a writ petition filed by a muslim woman challenging the constitutionality of divorce through talaqi hasan on the ground that it is discriminatory against women while granting anticipatory bail to writer and social activist civic chandran in a sexual harassment case a district sessions court in kerala observed that the offense under section 354a of the indian penal code that criminalizes outraging of a woman's modesty would prima facie not be attracted if the complainant was wearing sexually provocative dresses referring to the photographs of the woman attached along with the bail application sessions court judge s krishna kumar noted in the order and i quote the photographs produced along with the bail application by the accused would reveal that the de facto complainant herself is exposing to dresses which are having some sexually provocative one so section 354a will not prima facie stand against the accused The Madras High Court has ordered to conduct a fresh general council meeting of the AIA DMK party. The court also ordered the status quo ante as existed on June 23rd before the general council meeting took place on July 11th. The court observed that only the coordinator and the joint coordinator had the powers to convene the general council. Thus the court in fact cancelled the general council meeting held on July 11th. as a result of the election of palani swami as the interim general secretary of the party the bench of justice g jayachandran thus allowed the plea moved by former tamil nadu chief minister o pani selvam challenging his expulsion from the party and the general council meeting of the aiadmk party that was conducted on july 11
The Delhi High Court has told Baba Ramdev that while he is welcome to have followers and people who believe in what he says, however, the public at large must not be misled by making statements against allopathy. The court also asked the yoga guru to refrain from saying anything more than what is official while speaking in favor of Patanjali's product Coronel. Expressing concern of the interest of the public at large, Justice Anup J. Bhavani further opined that the good name and reputation of Ayurveda must not be destroyed in any manner. The Delhi High Court has called for the sensitization and advertisement of district special cells constituted in the city for providing protection to interfaith married couples observing that it was the need of the hour to do so. Justice Jasmeet Singh was dealing with a plea filed by NGO Dhanak by Humanity, which was approached by an interfaith couple seeking shelter in a safe house. The couple claimed that they were facing threat from their families and alleged that they were facing difficulty to find a rented accommodation in the city. The Delhi High Court has disposed of an appeal filed by the Central Consumer Protection Authority against a single-judge order which had stated its guidelines prohibiting hotels and restaurants from levying service charges on bills. A division bench comprising Chief Justice Satish Chandra Sharma and Justice Subramaniam Prasad granted liberty to CCPA to file its response before the single judge in the pleas filed by Federation of Hotels and Restaurant Associations of India and National Restaurant Association of India. A public interest litigation has been moved before the Delhi High Court challenging a notification that allows Sikh passengers to carry kirpans while on board any domestic flight in the country. Issuing notice on the plea, a division bench comprising Chief Justice Satish Chandra Sharma and Justice Subramaniam Prasad sought response from the centre to the Ministry of Civil Aviation, Ministry of Home Affairs, Director General of Civil Aviation and Director General Bureau of Civil Aviation Security. Thank you. Keep watching Quotes this week on Live Law for more such updates. See you next week. Subscribe to our channel and press the bell icon to never miss a video from Live Law.